Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, and sign up for retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. you remember the musical hair? <laughs> you know, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. It was a very exciting time back then. <clears throat> I was 16. It was playing at the Geary Theater here in San Francisco. I think it was the first place it played, that I know of anyway. And I got to be an usher, actually. A friend of mine was friends with somebody in the cast, I think, and we got to be ushers one night. We were way up in the upper balcony, which was actually quite scary, because it was so steep up there. I was sure I was gonna fall over and to my death. <laughs> and people wore fun clothes back then. I had a matador cape and <laughs> a uh, bell bottoms, of course. <laughs> pinstripe bell bottoms and cowboy boots. <laughs> a, uh, how was it? A cow not a cowboy shirt, but a, like a dark blue uh, with white stars on it, long sleeve shirt with pearl buttons. <laughs> and we got to run down afterwards and dance on stage with all the performers at the end. And we were very excited about the age of enlightenment, the age of freedom, very inspired back then, 1969, right after, not too long after the summer of love, actually, right? I haven't been to the exhibit yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. <clears throat> right here in San Francisco. And I think we all start with wanting, you know, we have questions and we want the answers. You know, what are we doing here? What's the point? How can I be happier? How can I be free of suffering? You know, all those things. And there was the promise of that, the promise of that which inspired us to drop acid and meditate and all that stuff. Back then, I mean. <laughs> um, and I think as we enter this discovery, this journey, this mysterious journey, we start out with questions and wanting answers. But at some point we realize we discover how to just be with the questions, how to allow the questions to work through us, rather than the grasping for the answers, 
how do I get from point A to point B? How do I get from being caught in my mind to being, being in clarity? How do I become free of my reactivity and my judgments? And then we move to a place where we discover the unknown, where there aren't any more questions or answers. There's just this intimate connectedness. We call it presence or our essential nature. And in that place, all of it drops away. wanting the answers, having the questions, trying to get to point A to point B. We, we're not there anymore. That's not happening anymore. It's just this richness of being. It's almost as if you were in some imaginary movie theater and you start out with the projector and the screen and the pictures flashing on the screen and it's real, it moves you, it's powerful. And, and then they turn off the projector and they turn on the lights and there's just a screen. And then they take away the screen and you're just here, this is it. <laughs> you know, you are the movie, you know. Life is the answer. Actually, I had a dear friend who had a great line years ago. He said, love was the answer to every question. That was his, his realm. I like that. But this light, this presence is really the essence of love. The essence of the life force, even of the creative mind. It's the essence of that. So, like I was talking about last week, you know, how can you simply let go and arrive back here? And you know, it might be as simple as just simply asking that question, even now, if you're distracted. How often are you distracted? I see somebody's head nodding very quickly back in the... <laughs> How often do you, you know, it doesn't matter if you get distracted. What matters is if you're aware that you've, you're, you're not here. Then that recognition brings you back. It's like a homing pigeon. It knows how to get back. Often when people have awakenings, as many of you have, most of you probably have had glimpses, if not great transitions in presence. And then we go back to work or relationships and circumstances and it feels like that connectedness gets cut off or disappears, but actually it just gets overlaid with our survival conditioning. <clears throat> so when people say, well, 
I, I lost it, or I, I, I don't know how to get it back. And that's not really a helpful frame on it, because that's not exactly right. It's just that it's, it's just fog has come in. You know, I was driving over the bridge the other day, Friday night, and it was socked in. Couldn't see the bridge at all, you know, that kind of fog. And I, I always feel sorry for people who are here on vacation. <laughs> and they've come to see the Golden Gate Bridge and they can't see. And they're walking across the bridge in their shorts and it's fog, you know, <laughs> hoping for sunny California <laughs> and freezing. I feel sorry that they didn't get to see it. But it's there. And for those that have appreciated it, for me, my whole life, when, it, when, it's, when the fog clears, it's oh, so beautiful. No matter what angle you see it from, and I've seen it from countless angles, from Marin Headlands, from all views, and all over the city. And anyway, incredible. But that's how the truth is. It's beautiful, no matter how you experience it. And then who you look at, you see their light, you see their heart, you feel it. You taste your food, you appreciate, as my friend Brother David talks about gratitude, you have gratitude so much. I had a, I was at the beach recently and I, it was a curved parking lot. I mean, actually all the little spaces were taken, so there was this kind of curved area that you could park in and I, Hmm. <laughs> I was backing up and I felt something. I didn't know what it was and I got out and I realized there was a big boulder there that I had just backed into. And I didn't notice till later that my bumper was rather crushed in. <laughs> so I finally got the car to the repair guy and he just finished it today and I picked it up and it was... He wasn't around when I picked it up. His assistant was there and blah, blah, blah. And it was a perfect job. It was beautiful. And I called him. I was at the gas station later and I called him up and I, and I said, hi, Nisam. I said, it's John. I said, I just want to thank you so much. The car is so beautiful. He said, you know, thank you. He, he said, you know, it really makes a difference when people call me and tell me. And I thought, oh, well, if we can't express gratitude, I said, if we can't see that our life fundamentally is about relationships, what are we doing here? <laughs> Getting ahead? <and> winning? <laughs> Dominating? <laughs> so, gratitude is the, probably the quickest way to an open heart. Because we're often focused on lack. What we don't have, what we don't want, what we don't like. And how often do we think about 
what we appreciate, even if it's just something wonderful like driving up to where you have to go and there's a parking place. <laughs> Especially here. It's like, wow. Thank you. That's why Ho'oponopono is so powerful. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. These are all expressions of the heart. Every one of them. We often express from our head, from our thinking. But if you want to find the truth, try expressing from your heart, from your realm of gratitude and appreciation. I'm not saying there isn't plenty to complain about. I complain. You can complain and still be happy <laughs> and free. You can st it's not contraindicated. <laughs> We're human beings. We have the whole weather system of emotion available for us. That doesn't exclude being awakened. They're not mutually exclusive. In fact, they really work together. We talk about that. I talk about that all the time here. So, use the raw materials of what's happening right now to give you the guidance of where to put your attention or how to allow your experience to unfold for you. So you do come back to the light. You do reconnect and find the peace and openness of being. And in that, there's a deepening of the trust of the process. And I think you become less and less, I certainly, I think, to become the seriousness and the intensity and the sort of compulsion to be free. <laughs> like that. Compulsion to be free. Um, <laughs> Yes, I was a compulsive meditator. <laughs> yeah. Becomes another, you know, I have to get it. Now that's okay, because we need to be motivated however we can to find the way, but at some point, as you open more and as you, as more is revealed to you in this deepening of presence, what emerges through your whole being is profound trust. <laughs> and the heavens opened up. <laughs> There were flowers. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Or you might ask, what's in my way right now? How come I can't be here fully? Or am I here fully? Or what, if I'm not, why not? What is it that you need? What is it that you want? What is it that you hoped for, that you expected, that you're not getting? Because I think it's also important to honor that part of you that's unfulfilled and unhappy and not deny your human challenges, not just marginalize them or just say, you know, get over it, (laughs) or whatever people say today. (laughs) Grin and bear it. I mean, that's okay when you have to, of course. So you have a balanced, multi-leveled perspective. Whatever you need to do to cultivate an open, flexible mind, do it. Even if you have to be a comedian or, I mean, I have to make fun of lots of things. I think I had to make jokes because otherwise I probably would have killed myself. I don't, it was too difficult. (laughs) So find the humor sometimes, the lightness and the craziness of it all. See? (laughs) That could be irritating or it could be funny. It's how you look at it. It's all a matter of perspective. (laughs) Yeah. I like that idea of, you know, altering your perspective. Try a different perspective. Drop into your breath. That's what that is a different perspective. Would you be suffering if there was no thinking? How could you suffer if you couldn't think? You might be in pain, but would you be suffering? No, you wouldn't. So as you open more into presence, the mental world really doesn't get in the way. It isn't an obstacle anymore. In fact, you'll find that you can live quite thoroughly and quite a lot without any thought. And I'm convinced that mindfulness was invented then because you had to remind yourself what was happening because you weren't thinking about it. Oh, now I'm putting the key in the car. Now I'm washing the dishes. Because you lose yourself. You literally become free of it. And it's basically a chatterbox, let's face it. (laughs) What is it called? Eternal dialogue? Internal dialogue, yeah. Eternal. Now you can just project it onto this and look at Facebook and everything else. And it's still your mind. It's still that mental world. 
This is all very depressing in my... <laughs> I forgot to tell you at the beginning of the talk, I, I, a very important instruction tonight. And, whoops. I was going to tell you not to think about anything I was saying at all. Good. I think you actually got that already. Because that just keeps you separate. The truth is we just want to love each other, you know that? Really. Safely and, you know. (laughs) We do want to really be open. And, of course, as you open all of your wounds and all of your traumas are going to be finally transmuted and healed and integrated, which is the human work, and it's not easy, but I recommend it, rather than just the transcendent work. That's okay, but if you want to live life fully, I recommend the other as a balanced approach. Isn't it nice when nothing's in the way of being here? There's a sense of ease and stillness and this absence of compulsion. Ah, what a relief. I like that, the absence of compulsion. Maybe we should throw out enlightenment and just say, The absence of compulsion. That's much more appealing. That sounds like you could relate to that. What is this enlightenment crap? Come on. It's it's for special people. (laughs) We're ordinary. We're real. I like it. Absence of compulsion. Then your heart is everything. Your heart literally is everywhere. In everything, in everyone. It's beautiful. We do have one heart, in a way. There's something, I can't explain it. But you know it if you know presence and communication over distance and you feel it and sense it. It's amazing, amazing that you can perceive through the human experience the presence across the planet with somebody on Skype or whatever. It's amazing. The heart and the energy is right there. We can't explain that. Thank goodness. Nobody understands that. Isn't that nice? You can even feel the room getting lighter, the sort of permission to not under... That's what I was saying earlier. You go to the place where you move into the unknown. That's where happiness is. It's not the unknown that's the realm of paranoia. 
It's the unknown that's bliss. It's bliss. So you're cultivating that here. That's what's happening. You're allowing that to be cultivated and brought forward here. These gatherings are they inspire the movement of presence into the foreground. That's what they that's what this does to bring yourself and to plant yourself in this fertile ground. The talk is just a sideshow. <laughs> More or less entertaining. Maybe helpful. A little. But just being here is... Being here is it. Now it's really good to see you and be with you again and share this sacred space, beautiful, loving, sacred space. Uh, if you'd like to come up, if you have a question or something, you're welcome. Just raise your hand and I'll call on you. And keep in mind that we eventually podcast these talks, so if you prefer their <clears throat> your interaction not on the recording, not if you don't want it on the recording, let us know and we'll and we'll edit it. Right on, Sharon, come on up. It's nice to see you. You too. You too. What's present right now? Um, I feel a lot of pain in my heart right now. Mm. Emotional? <sighs> yeah. Um, my dad's health has been poor for the last while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just have a lot of fear and pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. That he will die as, as he will at some point. Mm -hmm. Well, let your heart break because it needs to. Grieving needs to happen long before people go, you know? Yeah, and I've, I've felt that. Good. It's um, important to let that happen if you can. And, I mean, oddly enough, it's, there, it's just he gets sick, and then he'll get better, and then he'll get sick, and it's just been up and down a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's just the terror that comes over me when he winds up getting sick and is in the hospital is so, it's just, it's so gripping and paralyzing. You know, mm. I can't, 
I can't function in mm. everyday life other than like really being worried about what is happening about to him or if he'll get through it or whatever. And I, when I came to Satsang last week, it was at the very end, something you said, it was like, right, I can, I can deal with this if I don't make it a mental game of, of what's going to happen or when is it going to happen or what it's, what is it going to look like? Just the mental stress of it all right. is really, that's the painful part. I exactly. Mean, that's the suffering part. Yeah, that's the suffering part for sure. For and sure. it actually can keep the grieving held back, which often is where the relief is. As you cycle through it, however often and many times you do, which will, you never know, that could go on for however long. Right? So when you can bring it back to your body and your heart and your own need to let go of your pain and your grief and your fear and your rage even whatever's there and not try to keep it together sometimes we need to wail you know like the baby yeah 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 Right. It's the heart washing itself and purifying itself and cleansing itself. It needs to do that. Otherwise it turns into a stone. And it's because you love them so much. And that's... That, you know, it's, it hurts. Yeah. I mean, what I really feel is like I don't, I don't want him to go. Of course. That's right. And you need to express that. Not to him, but in your own space, I would say verbally out loud, to really express it and feel it. Mm -hmm. And then wail. Yeah, and see the space is opening up now. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Your, mm. your energy's opening now. So this, whenever that happens, I, oh, and your tears are coming too, so that's true for you. We don't have any control over anything, or very little, really, right? So breathe and be in your body and keep coming out of your head. You know, take nice big deep breaths into your heart area, into your chest area so that emotion can really be 
you know, moistened and energized and allowed to move. Okay. Because your light's beautiful. Your presence is beautiful. And you'll be back and you'll, you know, you'll harmonize and you'll, you'll find periods of equanimity as well. Even through this very difficult, you know, roller coaster. Right? I went through it for years with both of my parents. Years. It's hard. It's oh, hard. It's yeah, so it's stressful well, on but the what heart. We, but what we're doing here made it possible mm -hmm. for me, certainly. Oh, I think that's and, true. Uh, and then it's an extraordinary process. It's amazing. Powerful. Beautiful, too. That's helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to see you. Thanks. Hi. Hi. Haven't been up here in quite a while. Nice to see you. Yes, it's good to be here. I've been opening quite a lot, and uh, there are a couple places that are announcing themselves, both of them in my face, to pay attention. And I'm, it really happened in the meditation strongly. Mm -hmm. So I'm really curious, and it's not new. These two places have been with me for a while. So mm -hmm. I want to. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. So I want to be with them in your presence and see. Sure. Okay. Well, let's look at each other. Okay. Anything else you wanted to say about it? Well, where they are. Mm -hmm. One of them is right here in this lip, and it, it curls, it just kind of curls mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then one of them is like a tiny miniature headache right around here. Okay. My whole field will be open, and these two things will um, rise up. Okay. So I have curiosity about... Okay. What is it? What is? What are? What are you trying to show me? Oh, put your hands like this. That's it. Okay. What if it isn't trying to show you anything? Well, what a relief. <laughs> then I can just go about my business and and kind of say, oh, a couple of quirky things are happening and I don't need to work at it. You know, I'm I'm really discovering for myself that I've been, when you said grasping earlier, that I have had a concept of grasping and I recently just realized, oh, it goes this way. Yeah. It goes... Ah, oh, lean back, rest. 
Let it happen. Relax, let it happen, let it open, and if it doesn't, so what? Exactly. And let yourself not know what it is. And okay. let's just sit here. Okay. Because what, that's, what is only important in this communication, really, is to be aware of the one that still wants something. Ah. Uh. See, now you're opening. <laughs> yeah. More. Yeah. Feel that? Yes. Yeah. So that's just that little, still little, little grabbing. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, a little I, tiny. I, it's just a little curl here. Yeah. It's a little... <laughs> and it I gets have to much g- subtler than that. <laughs> and <laughs> I have to, to get the, it. gets to the to... cellular level, really. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. See, but, but it, that's it, get, it, it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Thank you. Oh, sure. Thank you. <laughs> 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 That's what my talk was about, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've had this one my whole life. Yeah. And now I can let go of... Now it's just, you know, it's just part of the scenery. It's part of the, <laughs> part of the quirkiness. And you never know. It might reveal something to you. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Hey there. Hi. Hi. Is this okay? Should I be taller? A little higher, maybe. Is this how I do it? Yeah, it is. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I've been having a hard time. <laughs> I'll see if some words <laughs> come back. Um What's the nature of it? Well, <laughs> come back here. Um, well, I've really been listening to my mind a lot, for one, which is not good. But I feel like this may be my mind talking now, I don't know. But um, I feel like I had all this like heart opening several months ago. Mm-hmm. And then like it led me to painful experiences <laughs> and like things that didn't make sense and just like bleh, like what the what the hell just happened? And, and then I like haven't trusted my heart Mm. since then. Mm. And yeah, it almost feels like everything just like went up here (laughs) and like, it's, it's hard to even tune in 
okay. here, and yeah, you got and I'm just a little lost and stuck feeling. I get it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Me too. <laughs> yeah, and what I'd like you to do, sure, grab a Kleenex. Good. Yeah, I'm Go for I'm it. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's uh, let me do a little guided work with you now, okay? And I'll say a few things about what happened that I'm getting that might be helpful, okay? That's good. And I can feel you pretty deeply right now. It's okay. Just let the tears come if they. That's right. It's okay. All right. It's just needing to, that needs to happen. So your heart did open a lot. The, the, the challenge often is when we have these openings, it can really take time to integrate them. And there's a natural pullback that can happen. But it doesn't work, just so you know. As you can tell, it's not working. <laughs> so I'm here to help. This is where we, this is where what we do here really essential actually to really facilitate these transitional periods <clears throat> when excuse me when integration takes its own time through the nervous system and the energy body now good now you're really dropping in so that's it Okay, let's just sit together. That's it. Because you're happening. You don't want to just go back to business, you know, uh, you know, just to go back into habit. This is, you want to really encourage the strengthening of what's shifted here. That's good. Feel your feet on the ground. Are you doing any Qigong? I was for a while, and then it all fell apart. So not for... You need to do you some. You know, I did today. Good. <laughs> you know, the previous Good. few weeks, no. Do your qigong, <laughs> anything that includes breathing and movement and con real deep consciousness work in the body. <clears throat> you need that because I feel like, put your hands, feel like your, your body, it's, it's, you need to strengthen your qi body right now. You really do. It's going to be okay. You'll be okay. okay. Now, don't leave it. Just stay there. You'll be fine. <laughs> and what opened isn't, hasn't closed. It's not gone back. It's very here. I can very present, actually. It's big. It's just it's freaking you out is what's happened. That's what happened. This is what happens. People have their kundalini thing. They have all this stuff, and then they flip. And it's like, oh, shit. You know, and they, I mean, I just worked with somebody recently who hasn't been able to work for a year. came all the way from Australia to have sessions. That's it. Just sit here. That's right. It's going to be okay, honey. Just let it come out. Just let all that come out. Yeah. 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 See, the heart clearing like this, discharging, is really the heart opening. It's getting, it's wanting to be back in full bloom. It just does. That's what it does. Okay. You can't push it back. 
So you need to be grounded. That's very important. So feel your feet. So where you put, you know, you put your attention, your feet, energy, and imagine lines of energy going down your arms, out your hands, down your legs, out through your feet, into the center of the earth, all the way down in the center of the earth. That's it. That was good. See, that's where your mind's useful. I'm serious. You've got a great mind. So that was excellent. Now, another line of energy from your tailbone all the way into the center of the earth. Very good. That's very good. And now another line of energy up your spine, out through the top of your head into heaven. And let yourself be connected to heaven and earth right now. And you breathe in your hara, in your tantian. Just let the breath breathe naturally there, no force breathing. Very good. Much better. This is the space of integration and strengthening. Okay, and it's fine. Just let all the t- let that keep coming. Let the tears and all that movement keep happening as much as it needs to. Not a problem. It needs to happen. Yeah, it's okay. Don't let your head tell you anything. Don't let this trip you out in some negative frame. Okay. And then you can do the breath like just to help some of that overbuild up, release. Very important to use the breath as a discharge as you need to with this sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? And even with the sound, so there's like a sigh also. Just to help. We just need a little help occasionally like that. That's it. You getting it? What I'm saying here? Is it is it being understood in the marrow of your bones, or is this trying to get in the way and understand what the hell I'm talking about? Um, I, the marrow of my bones gets this, but my mind is really trying to to freak me out <laughs> simultaneously. Like no. it's really very like. You know, like, oh, you know, it's trying know, to see some doubt your, but simultaneously. This, but this, so I'm like, <laughs> but this has been your golem ever since I've known you. I know. And now we're at Mordor. <laughs> and you're going to take the gold ring, and you're going to throw it. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> Yeah, this is where you need to be man on wire, woman on wire. You see that movie? Where the guy does the tightrope, you know, between the trade towers? I think I did. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's where you're at, unfortunately. Really? You can't let this, <laughs> you can't let this get in the way. Okay. This is no, where it's, ha- still, it's still like, I don't no, believe no, you. <laughs> Yes, well, 
<laughs> but I mean, I, the rest of me believes you, but or whatever, it, whatever the word you, is. You but need, it's this like, is where you need to be a samurai. Really strange in you here. Need to, you need to be a samurai. <laughs> okay. This is where you cut your head off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just okay. stay in your hara and then just keep bringing yourself back. <clears throat> the doubt and all that other stuff's going to come up. That's, you know, when Buddha on the night of his enlightenment under the Bodhi tree put his fingers on the ground because Mara, he was being, you know, this is, this is what I'm talking about. You have to stay grounded. It will work. You'll see. You'll be forced to do it. Okay. Don't believe me. It's no, out. I believe you. That just <laughs> okay. sounds like a more like. <laughs> no, this is this is so. you know, this is the this is the hero's journey. You know, this is it. You're doing okay. You're doing okay, honey. Really, I got you. Thank you so you're, much. You are more than welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, come on up. Sorry if I'm not seeing all the hands when I have so much time. Hi. How's that? Good. Oh. Yeah. As long as it's close to your mouth, we'll be able to hear you. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm very disoriented. Um, okay. I've my dad died a year and a half ago, and I've still grieving pretty mm -hmm. hard. Sure. And I, then I had a major heartbreak around six months later, and then a kind of rebound heartbreak another six months later. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been a lot of loss. And mm -hmm. I responded um, with a real shift in my entire mode of being. I pulled in a lot and stayed home a lot. I'm usually very out there person. Mm -hmm. And then I actually had a re-triggering of some abuse trauma that or I thought my ex was coming back to the country and mm -hmm. so I had a lot of terror for two months. Mm. This is all in New York where I live. Mm -hmm. And um, again, even more contraction, I think. And, and then I just come from 10 days of my first sort of stepping back into... West Coast. I went to an herbalist conference. I traveled. I camped and saw a lot of friends. And, and um, I'm feeling like. Mm, yeah. I'm feeling some lightning, mm -hmm. and I'm also just at, at sea somehow, or just like I, I feel unplaced. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of displacement now for mm -hmm. a year and a half. Yeah. And I miss my dad. <laughs> Well, nice to meet you. So I invite you to sit back and relax. And let's sit together a little. What's your name? Beatrice. What is it? Beatrice. Beatrice. I can't hear. I think I need to adjust this. Hang on. Okay, sorry. I can also bring this closer. No, that's okay. I, I, I want to play with this. Let's just try that. 
Let's see what that. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Is it very loud now? It's quite audible. Yes. <laughs> Try not to laugh. That's okay. No, it's fine. I'm. I'm, I'm I can go with it. It's fine. So put your hands, did you say Beatrice? Yes. Okay. okay. Were you following the last? Yeah. Good. How was that for you? Did that help? No, I felt actually kind of destabilized. Or felt All right. Like, well, let's see what's going like on. Like I found myself pulling in. Wanting to pull back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Often when we can't integrate a lot of energy, we will just basically push it away. You know, we'll try to stop it. Yeah. It's not conscious. There's no blame for that, by the way. So as long as you need to retreat or as long as you need to stop it, you will. That's okay. I would just say if that's going on in your life or anybody, no blame, really. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. And when you're ready, things will start to let it in and let it open. It takes. Mm-hmm. It's good to have as much patience and compassion your process as possible. Okay? Yeah, you've gone through a lot. A lot. Yeah. Feels like you just need just nurturing, actually. Yeah. That's what it feels like. My dad was like the most nurturing person in my life, and Mm. I feel very... um, I'm abandoned or alone now that he's gone. Mm-hmm. Let him in. He will always be with you. Something's shifting right now. Can you notice that? Did you notice? Can you see or feel what's happening? Just a little bit. Good. Just be aware of that. Notice that shift that's taking place. Scary. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) Letting go is always scary. (laughs) Until it's bliss. (laughs) So you, you you will, you know, sort of traverse that Fear, bliss thing. You know, it's like, oh, it's scary, but you know it's the way. You can't push it. Don't push it. You see what I'm saying? It's a natural movement that we learn to allow. That's it right there. Good. You're deepening right now. Getting more presence. You feel that? This is exactly the direction to allow for healing and nurturing and integration, stabilization. It's a lot, isn't it? It feels like um, out there. Like I feel like I want, I think my contractions have been about trying to hold myself, you know? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay for the parts of us that are vulnerable to need nurturing, but we're also vast beings. We really are. So it's a... They work together, actually. 
nurturing and vastness are completely compatible. <laughs> My brain wants to get it. So. That's okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're definitely, wow. There's a lot that's happened. You're very wide open, you know. Well, my dad's death was also like one of the most beautiful experiences of my oh, life. I and know, he, yeah, um, yeah. He was this uh, atheist engineer who in the last year just became pure love and only spoke of pure love. And that's wonderful. Like, demonstrated it for us all. And mm. So it's been a ride. <laughs> Just let yourself be here completely. Let go of the burdens. Just be here. Let it be easy. <laughs> Sorry. going to be around for a while, Beatrice? A week. Oh, okay. Well, I'm very glad to have met you and wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we have some time now just to sit quietly. <clears throat> Need to put this back. Did you hear that? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll have a little time just to sit quietly together now and
Um, hmm. I'd really like you to relish the stillness of not having to go somewhere or get somewhere. You know, we're sort of coming to a close for tonight in a way, but you may already have left. Some part of you may already be, you know, out the door, on the next thing, ready for the next thing. So notice if that's going on. Notice if you've checked out. Maybe just for a second. And uh, I notice I'm sitting here in a sweat bath. I don't know why it's hot. I think we're going to start opening this door and having more air in here or something. Um, good thing I wore this. It's like, next, next week I'm just going to wear a loincloth. I think. Have someone fan me. <laughs> I'm getting to that stage. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't need clothes anymore. It's like <laughs> go with the flow, you know. You just go with the flow. <laughs> anyway, it's great to see you. I, it's uh, it's a powerful, powerful um, hot house <laughs> that we uh, engender here that comes forward, and it's very healing, and it's absolutely liberating. But liberation isn't necessarily a one-stop shopping. It's not like going to, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond and getting it right <laughs> in one place. <laughs> Amazon, you know, just go on to Amazon and order your enlightenment. I'd like two-day delivery. <laughs> Prime enlightenment. Oh, you never know, we might get to that. Um, <laughs> it's possible. In any case, hope to see you soon. Uh, take great care of yourselves. Happy trails. Thank you. <laughs>